IPOs, there's no share price or profit, right? Um, it's not really a, 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 the purpose of the organization. Now, measurement methods common in the corporate environment are both unusable and sometimes even inappropriate. So this is why strategic planning is such a vital part of governing, managing, and monitoring an NPO's performance. Hi everyone, Tristan McIver here, Program Advisor with AMC NPO Solutions. Today on The Strategic Nonprofit, I've invited our CEO and founder, Tom Abbott. Hey, Tom. Hey, it's great to be here, Trista. Let's do this. I'm pumped about today's topic. <laughs> Excellent, me too. So we're going to be talking about strategic planning. So what are some common strategic planning definitions? Well, that's a really great uh, starting point, right? So. Uh, you know, before describing how an NPO should actually complete this vital exercise of strategic planning, it's probably good for us to set out some basic definitions. Like, what exactly is it? What are we talking about? Well, overall, strategic planning is the leadership function of articulating why an organization exists, setting strategic goals that will enable the organization to move towards fulfilling its reasons for existence, establishing time phase plans that will identify measurable results for meeting those strategic goals and identifying who's responsible for meeting the strategic goals. So there's a few other terms that we hear a lot, mission statement, vision statement, value statement. So let me just you know quickly define those things. So uh, a mission statement is a clear, concise, inspiring statement that states what the organization is what type of organization it is, and what it does for whom and where. So that's your mission. Now, a vision is a concise picture of an ideal desired future for the organization. And a value statement is a statement of how the organization should act to reach its vision. Now, there's a couple of other terms that we hear a lot, strategic goals versus objectives. Well, strategic goals would be what is to be accomplished long-term to achieve the mission, and objectives would be specifically how those strategic goals are to be reached, the shorter-term targets that will move the organization measurably towards meeting its longer-term strategic goals. So, Trista, that just kind of gives us a... Um, overall definitions of some common terms around strategic planning. Tom, thank you for that. And why is strategic, why is strategic planning so important? Well, one of the most significant differences between for-profit and not-for-profit organizations is in how each of these uh, measures organizational achievement, right? So in the corporate world, the organization's stakeholders often measure success uh, by looking at the profit generated. For publicly traded companies, the measurement of success is frequently tied to the share price of the firm's stock. And while many would point to serious flaws with both of these methods of measuring performance, they both continue to be used widely in the corporate world. However, in NPOs, there's no share price or profit, right? Um, it's not really a, 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 the purpose of the organization. Now, measurement methods common in the corporate environment are both unusable and sometimes even inappropriate. So this is why strategic planning is such a vital part of governing, managing, and monitoring an NPO's performance. That's why it's, this is why we do it. We've got to know how are we doing. So that's great about the how, now the why. Why, mm. um, you know, yeah, sorry, the how. <laughs> <laughs> 
how is a strategic plan created? Okay, so the question is, how is a strategic plan created? Well, whatever method you use to complete your strat plan, um, that can vary. There's so many different books and ideas out there around um, how you can create the plan. However, whatever method you use to complete this plan, the roles of the board and the staff are generally constant. So you want to be looking at, you know, what should the board be doing and what should the CEO and the staff be doing? That's kind of your, your starting point when you're looking at creating your strategic plan. Perfect. So could you tell us what is the role of the board then? Sure. So the role of the board is, is fivefold. Uh, number one is they got to make the time available for a planning session. Like that's the first thing you should be doing as a board is actually just make some time, schedule it in your calendar that we're going to meet either face-to-face -face preferably or virtually for a planning session. That's number one. Number two, the board has to define and formally approve the mission statement. So that's what happens at that meeting. Approve the, the mission. Like what's our purpose? Why are we here? Then third is to define and formally approve the strategic goals. So how, you know, what, are, what, what do we want to achieve? And number four, as time permits at the planning meeting, you want to be providing input to the staff regarding the NPO's shorter term objectives that will support the longer term strategic goals. And fifth and finally, approving the strategic plan developed by the staff and presented to the board. So it's, it's a lengthy process, but basically, you know, the board needs to define and approve the mission, the strategic goals, if they can, some of those shorter term objectives, provide that input to the staff. The staff will then prepare a plan and then present it to the board for approval. Got it. Got it. Thank you. So what's the role of the CEO and the senior staff then? Got it. All right. So that's so we talked about what the board needs to do. So what does what does the CEO and some senior staff need to do? Well, there's also five things they need to look at. Number one, they have to handle all of the logistics of the planning meeting. So they're responsible for organizing it, planning, making sure that it runs smoothly. Number two, they've got to complete any advanced research work required for the planning meetings, including obtaining membership input, whether it's surveys, focus groups, or just online searches. So they've got to come prepared with information, do their research to make this session as uh, fruitful as possible. Number three, they should be joining as full participants in the discussion of mission and strategic goals at the meeting. Now, when I say they should be joining, again, this is the CEO and senior staff. It's key employees within the organization. Not all staff, but your senior staff and certainly your CEO, they should be joining as full participants in discussions of the mission and the strategic goals. Uh, number four, the role of the CEO and the senior staff would be to define objectives and programs necessary to support the mission and strategic goals. They're the ones who have boots on the ground. So they need to have a, um, a huge say and actually need to define what are the objectives and the programs necessary to actually support the mission and the strategic goals laid out by the board. And then finally, the CEO and senior staff are responsible for drafting a strategic plan document for the review and approval of the board of the directors. Great, thank you for that clarification. So. What is the, um, what's achieved through this planning process? Well, yeah, so Trista, that's a great question. People often say, all right, Tom, so 
why do we do it? Or what do we, what do we get after going through a strat plan? Like, how do we know if it's been successful, right? Well, a successful and comprehensive strategic planning process will, among other outcomes, it will reaffirm the mission of the NPO. So why are we here? Are we on the right track? Like, are we aligned? Uh, establish strategic goals that are consistent with the mission. We'll also identify major objectives that will support the strategic goals. Number four is to identify, well, who is responsible for the completion of those strategic goals and objectives? So what are we here for? What do we want to do? Who's going to do it? Who's responsible? Um, uh, we, number five, we need to establish uh, timelines for the accomplishment of the strategic goals and objectives. So what do we want to do? Who's going to do it? And when do we need to have it done by? And then six, and this is where a lot of organizations struggle establish a monitoring system for overseeing the work on the strategic goals. And we can talk about um, uh, monitoring organizational performance in another podcast. But these are the six things. Reaffirm the mission of the NPO, establish strategic goals, identify major objectives that support those goals, identify who's responsible for completing those, establish timelines for the accomplishment of those goals and objectives, and six, establish a monitoring system for overseeing the work on the strategic goals. That's a very, very concise list. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> so is there anything that the that an organization can do first? Well, I, I would say that the the end of the strategic planning work by the board of directors does not mean the end of the work for the board. However, it does mark a shift in the board's role from one vital function to another, from responsibility for setting the strategic direction of the organization to responsibility for monitoring the performance of the organization. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today again, Tom. Hey, great to be here. Love sharing stuff about all things NPO governance. And we'll see you next time, okay? Okay.